This episode has been brought to you by Project Ikuti Torah, where we are here to help you learn, live, and love Torah or and Ikuti Torah. To learn more about us, visit projectikutetorah.org. We'll do the Torah or we'll do the uh, Mimer, which begins for Bishalach, in the Bible, which begins by Yoimer Moshe Ichlu Hayoim. This talks about the story of the manna that the Jewish people got in the desert. As you know, um, while they left Egypt, they were wandering in the desert for 40 years. But as soon after they left, shortly after, they finished um, their food that they've taken out. And now, in this portion, they're beginning to complain to, to Moshe that uh, they need food, they need to eat. So, Hashem makes this fantastic miracle in which uh, He brings down this miraculous bread from the heavens. This was called the manna. And that was a, um, a very special food that they ate so, you know, the Pasuk begins with that they were complaining again that they had the, in, in Egypt, they had all these things and what is going on. So Hashem says like this, that I will bring down from them uh, bread from the heavens, they should go and collect it. And then the verse tells the, us in verse 5 that on Friday... Uh, they will get double, and on Shabbos, uh, they will not be, and they should not go out to collect. That's what the Posse tells them. So, the verse opens up, Vayomer Moshe. So Moshe says, Ichlu Eat it today. Meaning that they should eat the manna today, from that that which they collected the day before, and that should be suffice for that day too. Happened is when it came Shabbos, the people asked Moshe, should they go and collect? And Moshe says to them, though this was the Moshe, Yichlu Kulu, eat it today because this is Shabbos today, Hayyim lives in Tuhu Basoda. The bottom line is the manna did not come down on Shabbos. And the question really is, why did the manna not come down on Shabbos? Now, of course, we know as humans, we have a instruction from Hashem not to do any work on Shabbos. We must uh, celebrate Shabbos by resting on Shabbos and not doing work on Shabbos. So, it would make sense, it would follow that things that take place all the week shouldn't take place on Shabbos. But you know, there is emergency hospitals and things that are necessary. They keep on operating all the time. They don't stop. The army, things that need to do be done on Shabbos are done on Shabbos. It is Hashem's work doesn't stop in Shabbos. Hashem has to sustain the world and everything that takes place goes on on Shabbos as well, just like it takes place all year. 
why is it that Hashem said that the man will not fall on Shabbos? So that's the opening question. In order to understand, why did the man not descend on Shabbos? Why did it come down on Shabbos? Because the question is because we know that everything else, Baloi all the flows that are this physical world, which means the sustaining this physical world does take place on Shabbos. They don't get stopped even on Shabbos. So and everything comes from above. Nothing stops on Shabbos uh, from Hashem's from Hashem's work, as the statement says, which means, what does it mean that the flows of gold comes down on Shabbos? That he quotes the statement that there is no grass down on this world that doesn't have a higher up on top of it, which means that every physical matter that we have in this world has its uh, spiritual counterpart above it, and that spiritual counterpart has another one above it, above it, above it, even a single grass. Every item in this world, because the grass in this world receives its sustenance, its life force, as it descends through the various different evolution until it comes to the grass, to that particular grass, which is in existence. So that flow, which is based on what comes from above, works even on Shabbos. So why would the man, which is basically the food for the people, right? Just like the rain comes on Shabbos. So the food of the mana, why did that not come on Shabbos? It seems that that should have come on Shabbos as well. The gum. Also, we have to understand, Mao, what is the meaning when it says, It's as if he's saying to them, Eat it today. But they ate it. Why do you mean eat it today? Why is he saying we eat it today? They ate it all the days. Every day they ate it. Somehow it sounds that Shabbos is when they ate it. So he's selling this. Ach, however, here you can see, behold, the verse states, The verse before that states in this portion, Hashem says, I will rain down upon them, upon you, red from the skies, from the heavens, so that I will test you whether you will follow my Torah or not. Now this thing of the mono takes place in this week's Parsha. Next week's Parsha we learn Yisrael, we learn about the giving of the Torah. So it seems like this manna was a test. Shem says, I will give you the bread from the heavens so that I can test you whether you will follow in my toilet. So that is a test 
whether you will do the Torah or not. So the Rebbe asks Ulahavin to understand why did he introduce the month before the receiving of the Torah so that he will test them so he's testing them whether there can be receiving of the Torah which means if the Jewish people pass the test that they will pass the test of the mono, then Hashem will know that he can give them the Torah. So why is it necessary for the mon to proceed the receiving of the Torah? Why is that a test? What kind of a connection is there between this test of the mon to the Torah? What's the connection? Then he has another further question. In addition, what is the language? Will he go in my ways? Why doesn't it say, you should say, whether they are going to fulfill my Torah? Why does it mean going in Torah? You fulfill the Torah or not? Why is Hashem saying that he's going to see? If they're going to go in the Torah, not go, we should say fulfill the Torah. Why going in the Torah? Okay, so these are all the opening questions that he starts off the Mimer on this post. Ah, however, he says the Torah, this Torah that we receive, that we talk about, is the level of letters. Letters. The Torah is made out of letters. What does it mean, letters? So he says, there is samach ribui oisius. There is sixty times ten thousand. That means six hundred thousand letters, and they correspond keneged. They correspond. They are correspondent to samach ribui nishamis to sixty times ten thousand souls. There are 600,000 letters to correspond to 600,000 souls. What does that mean? Says, well, Inyad. So now we're going to explain what is these letters and what is the souls we're saying they correspond. That's what we're going to discuss now. And the idea is, Ki Oisios is Meloshin Osoboikim. That the word Oisios comes from the language. The word of Asa Boiker. Asa Boiker means morning has come. So the word Asa means has come. Shahu, which is a language Havam uh, When you come, bring forth, you draw, you extend. That is a language of Amshokha from above to below. From the level that surrounds the world to the level that fills the world. That is the idea of asa, of coming. Coming means to draw down, to be mamshir down. What are, that's what he says like this, because letters, letters are basically what makes up words. And what makes up words 
becomes a vehicle to bring down, say, an idea. Letters are always, letters and words are things that bring down an idea. If you have an idea in your head and you want to share it with me, you take that idea which is up in your brain and you dress it up in the words and then when you hear the words, you get the idea what I'm trying to say. So the uh, words and the speech, they serve as a mean vehicle, as a train or as horses to carry uh, an idea from me to you. They carry an idea that dresses up in those words. Those words carry ideas. Now, words are not intellect. Words are just uh, vehicles to take an idea from one mind to the other mind. So that the other mind takes the uh, the idea that's in there. Somebody can repeat the words if he doesn't have a mind of his own. He can repeat the words all, all day long, but he's not going to understand anything. He's just saying words. But the words serve as vehicles. Letters are considered vehicles. Same thing works by a person in his own mind. Your thought process is basically letters. Those are uh, idea that you have in your soul that you're explaining it to yourself. They're coming, it's, it draws down. So he says, in this case, these letters carry something from the level of Senuv Kulalmin to the level of Susim. That's why the Oishis are called Susim. They're called horses. As the verse says that you ride on your horses, which means the horse doesn't get it. The horse is not, doesn't get, doesn't know what's going on. He doesn't understand why the person is taking him from one place to the other place. The person who is riding the horse, he's using the horse to get him, take him from place to place. The words are like the horses. They don't have any idea in themselves. They just take it from one to the other. So he says like this. That the creation of the world that has been created from ex nihilo into an existence uh, so that is So the creating of the world of it's merely a ray of a ray. Meaning the energy that creates the world into existence is merely a ray of a ray of the essence of Hashem. Because Kinizgov Shmoi Levade. The verse states that his name is Nizgov, is exalted all by himself. What does it mean? His name is exalted by himself. So the word Shemoi, his name, that is a reference, Hainu, Bechilas Malchusay. That is the level of Hashem's kingdom. That's his name. His name is, the name is his kingdom. Shehi Machshava Kedumo. That is the earliest thought of Hashem, which Hashem said 
I know him. Hashem had a, a desire, I want to be a king. Meaning, Hashem said, I will be king. I will be king means that thought that I will be king is the source that's called his name, and that's the source that is the Malchus. From that, from that, from that Malchus, that is what created the world. So the world was created from Malchus. So we're saying that Shemoi, that even this level of Shemoi, who God came from Chinas is still only in a level of by himself. Which means that even the name, which is not Hashem himself, is still Levadei. Which means Levadei is all by himself. It hasn't come down. Hashem's name, which is his thought to create worlds, which is level of Malchus, is still exalted, still beyond creation of the world. Rak, it is only Hoidoi. Hoidoi, that's a ray, a shine. From Bechina Shemoi is Al-Eretz Vishawai. Only that is on the heavens of the earth. So it's a ray. So he's going to go through, again, the different levels to show the insignificance of the worlds relative to Hashem and Hashem's creation. That means that Shebriyas Shemayim Ba'aretz that the creation of the heavens and the world is not like the acts of a flesh and blood, a human being. Why? How does it work by building? That the power that acts remains in, in the act. What he does, he, he what a, a human creates the one who creates, the God who effect, he engages and he dresses up in what's being affected. He has to be go down to so. And we say, And when you have a, a, an intellect, an idea, which is dressed up in a certain act, was not there in him before he started to do. Uh, the act that he created, that act did not have that idea in it. So let's say, for example, let's say you shaped from a piece of silver, you made a cup. So now you take a look at it, you see all the artwork, you see a beautiful cup. So you see how the intellect that was created the idea, you, you, you can see the painting, you see a painting, you see an art, you see a piece of art, you see a piece of work, you, you see the person's talent in the, in the item that he created. In other words, your creation, what you create, says something about you, that testifies, you can see what the person, and you can see his talent through what he does, which means... Prior to the person creating it, 
the thing did not have any intelligence in it. You didn't see it was a plain piece of silver. And now when you shaped it into a beautiful cup, a menorah, or some piece of artwork, now you can tell the person's expression, the person's intellect, the abilities in that act. And uh, when we call shikane, so this is an act. So when we call shikane, and of course, that in the letters, you can tell in them that what they were not, what, what, what is dressed up in them. It, in the letters, meaning when you speak or when you give over something, you can tell what the person, the person is given over in the letter. That's the idea that is sharing with you. So you can tell the person's intellect from, the, from his speech. When he speaks something, his letters, which are not quite actions, which are not outside actions, they're still inside, they're still words, you can tell the person's ideas, the person's intellect, the way he expresses all in the letters. Abo, Ba'ashem Yisbarek, but by Hashem may he be blessed. Le'shayichsa. Over there doesn't, it doesn't apply this. It doesn't apply that Ki Ani Hashem Loishanis. For the verse states, I Hashem did not change. Ki Ani Hashem Loishanisiksiv. That's one verse. I Hashem did not change. There's another verse that says, Hashem is before the world was created, without a change. So that means it's nothing that is changed now that wasn't before. So that means basically uh, Hashem did not engage in that. Why can you, why, why, how come you can, you can tell the uh, person, uh, the artist from his art. How could you tell the um, the craftsman or the letters the person? It is because the person places part of himself in in that item that he creates. That's part of his intelligence. But that would mean that Hashem changed and put himself into something. But Hashem is the same. Hashem didn't change at all. So Hashem's creation didn't come in a direct way, but it came as a shine of a shine. That's what he says. To extend that there should be this kind of shine of a shine. Comes that he raised a horn for his nation to the people of Israel who are the nation that is close to him. They are the ones that draw down. Which means, what brings down, what causes a Shem to bring down even this Ha'ara the Ha'ara, this Shem of the Shine, that is the people of, the people of Israel who are um, 
close to Hashem. And uh, they are the ones that wrote that, that bring down, uh, as we say, the statement says, says, who did Hashem consult when Hashem wanted to create the world, so to speak? Hashem consulted somebody. Who did he consult? So the Medrash says, Hashem consulted the souls of Tzadikim. What does it mean Hashem needs to consult the souls of Tzadikim? What does it mean he consulted? It means that it's the souls of the Tzadikim, the souls of the righteous, doing the right thing, which causes Hashem to want to make the world. Which means Hashem creates the world because of the Tzadikim, because of the souls of the Tzadikim. When we say that Hashem uh, holds the world or creates the world for the 36 tzaddikim, for the one tzaddik in some places, that means the same idea that they are consulting, that they are the cause and the reason for Hashem warning. And he says, they're also called banoim, builders. Because they occupy themselves in bringing the world. And uh, the Gemara Megillah says that just like the world cannot exist without wills, so the world cannot exist without the Jewish people. Without wind? Without wind, it cannot exist without without Jewish people also. Just like it's impossible for the world to exist without winds, they cannot exist without the Jewish people. Now, I just wanted to point out to you that the Alter Rebbe writing the Mimer, or whoever recorded the Mimer of the Alter Rebbe, they were so uh, obvious to them that the people studying know all these statements and all the sages statement, they didn't even bother writing it out. I mean, shorthand, they said it, etc., and no reference, and not even quoting the Gemara. He's assuming that anybody studying this knows something. I mean, we see how far away we are from the level that we should or could be um, without even referencing. It just says he quotes the Gemara. But the Gemara Megillah says that the world cannot exist without the Jewish people. So he says, how is this parable, what is this Moshe, this example, and what's an example too, how does it equate? What does it have to do with winds, and what does the winds have to do with the Jews? How does this spit in? What does the Talmud mean, what it says? So he explains. How is this Moshe compared to the Nimshe? But rather the idea is, Kiruches heimvov ktsabes. When you talk about Ruchay's uh, size, you're talking about six corners. Six corners. Where you have Tzofen, you have north, the daughter of the south, and then you have uh, uh, then you have east and west, and you have top and bottom. Shaheim, all these are Iker They are the main of the world. Uh, what does it mean, main? The main of the world because that is the boundary, the limitation of the world. So that means in order to have a world, you need four corners. This is this is the definition, the four six sides 
the four corners, top and the bottom. This is size. What does it mean? I said the wind. And in this case, he's saying not the wind. He says ruchis means a different side. A ruach means a side. And if not for the sides, there would be no thing at such as place. There would be no place, no space. The space can only be when you have all these sides. So what would there be if there was no space? Then there would be, huh? Your ear sat down on that. Can you hear me? Oh, that's better. Yeah, okay. I just got myself in the warmer position. You have a nice feeling, but I'd rather see you. <laughs> Thank you. Elokimusha Kosu, but rather, as the verse states, Hine Mokot Iti. Behold, the place is with me. Uh, when when Moshe Rabbeinu asked God to, to see God, so Hashem says to him, there is a place with me, which Hashem doesn't say, I'll meet you in a certain place. Not that I'm going to meet you in a place, in a different place, but there is a place with me, meaning that the place is secondary to me. I'm not in the place, but the place is with me. That means, places with me, meaning that the place is subjugated, is secondary, and it's not really existence. So just like to have a space, there needs to be, um, uh, there needs to be space, otherwise there needs to be sides, otherwise there's no, there's no idea of space at all, if not for the sides. So the same thing, so there cannot be a world, there cannot be space below Israel without the Jewish people. Why? For extending the light of the infinite that leaves Mislabish, that it should dress up the in the level of space in order to achieve that quality that takes place too through the end. They are the ones that extend and draw down that light into the world. So, which means that the 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 um, the sustenance and the world come through the Eden. So that's why the world cannot exist without side, without space, cannot exist without the Jews who bring down the are the source for the uh, for the ends of the world. And that is al yidei through what oshisha mishloisov ala echavera echas. Now then it says that when the um, these were the stones that the Kohen Gadol uh, carried on his shoulders, he had the different stones, and they had the tribes' names engraved on those stones. So they had six of the names on one stone and six of the name on the other stone now what does the number six remind you the number six reminds you of the six corners right that's why it's six and six because we were talking about six and you know between the 12 tribes you have six and six each one each stone representing that six that four that six corners those are which are the uh, six corners. That's the from that side, and also the gam. 
In addition, that each one of them should be included of seven, of ten. So if we have you have each one of them, each one of these six uh, is has 10, like the 10 spheres in each one of the six. So that makes 60. And yud, miyud, and then you have from 60, you have another 10 times 16. How much is 10 times 60? 600. 600. And how much is 10 times 600? 6,000. And how much is 10 times 6,000? 6, 6,000. 60,000. 60,000. I, I had 10 times 60,000 to 600,000. 600? I'm jumping. Oh, to 600,000. Okay. Yeah, that's what he says. So he says, That will come up up to 60 times. Excuse me. I got it. This 10 times 10 until we come to 60 times 10,000, which corresponds which correspond to 60 times 10,000, which is 600,000. And then the Yes. And those are also the 600,000 letters it all starts from the six corners that are in the uh are the from the six corners that the world exists and that the six corners the six names of the of the tribes of each one of them and each soul yes each soul has one letter in the Torah, which means that draws down that letter so every soul has one letter of the torah that it draws down, that it connects with. And about this, it is written. Have ever done a count of the letters in the Torah, actually? Uh, they're asking if there's an actual count of the letters. I don't know that it meets the exact number, but with fill-ins and, 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 and various different manipulations, it will come out to 600,000. The word Yisroel actually is abbreviation of yes, shishim ribu oisius latoido. There are 600,000 letters to the Torah. Now, uh, uh, we, there's, there's certain ways, you know, to, to actually make it match, but it almost matches. There are actually 304,805 plus letters in the Torah. But uh, the 600,000 letters in the Torah uh, he is, uses non-standard methods of counting, uh, how we come to the letter of 600,000. Uh, the Alter Rebbe elsewhere says that the, uh, the vowels of the letters, uh, which are not included in the text, but they're really, uh, by the uh, pronunciation you say the word, uh, had you written them all out, they would be also a letter. Um, that's one way of explaining it. Is that there is like uh, 
And those are only the visible letters. Uh, that means that, you know, we see the black and white, but there's another hidden letters and the other way around. Uh, but, uh, so there's different explanations. So that's the answer, whether there's actually, literally, as we said, there's only about half of that, but there is, um, there is other ways of coming to that number over there. But that's, um, I mean, that statement is, 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 is definitely brought down by the sages. It's just a matter of how to interpret it exactly in the meaning of these letters. But as far as our purposes, these are the 600,000. And with regards to this, it is written, Hashem so, how does he explain this word? Uh, is That represents the level of here. Chinasitis. Seyim is here. When we want to speak about something which is coming not in a uh, direct way or a very minimized way, we say here. When you say like you say like a thin as a here, but sometimes also what we want is a metaphor used here uh, because the here have very little light force in them. That's why it's not painful when you cut the here, right? But still, they're still connected. They still keep on growing. So when we want to describe something which is very thin, very little connected, or very minimal connection, we say it's like a year, because there's just very little there. So, as scientists say, what about this way? So, what is it? Key. Although they grow from the from the mind, there's still But yet, if you cut it, uh, what's going to happen if you cut a priest here? Nothing, right? If you have to say, ain't a coin. It doesn't hurt. So, Vahavaya and Nashem, So, that he who constantly creates from accident to existence, what does Betseischom mean? Betseischom when you come out, which is Bimchinas Gili, in a level of revelation. So that is Misayid, who that comes from the level of Sayyid. Why? In order to be Abshok, Misayib Kulalman, the Mato, from the levels of the Mato, is Hashem Misayib, it says from Misayid, that's what Hashem gave the Torah, is it says from Misayid, because that's possible, it says from Misayid. And it's Russian, but Ayla's a Dinian emotional. Acha. We don't have another way to explain this. I'm sure. Rakimoy Hashefa Yenitsu Vikhidus Asidus. Only like the flow that comes on the level of Sidus. Because when we want to describe the great Taichi, the Posig, Hashem Betseischom Meseir, that when Hashem was. Going out from Seir, he offered the Torah, but he said that Seir, um, in the Pashtuns, Hashem offered them the Torah, but he touched it that Seir means the level of Cyrus, because in order to come from the level of Seir of Kola it has to go through 
a great tzimtzu. So v'chol is galus zu hoyal and this all of this revelation took place through matan toyro. Kemoi shesiyim, like he finishes up, shesiyim edits rasha that the land, the world became rasha. That was from matan toyro when the Abishter came down with a great rash. Shenasib bechinas bittel. Then it was. The level it became the level of Bittl. Vuhu al Yide Yisrael Shehem Hamamshikim Havaye Meseir. Hashem Meseir Bo, who brings down Hashem from Seir, that is the Bene Yisrael. Leo's Eretz Rosho, so that then the, the Eretz becomes Rosho, the Sinai, which is referring to Sinai. Haidebekabolos Atoyrus, that's what the Yid accomplishes. So while the Torah was given to Yidin, they were the ones that were Mabshik, but yet still the Malochim they also said to know Hello, however, they didn't get it. It's the Yidden and that generation that merited it, Ayidei, Shibut Mitzrayim, Bechoymer, Bechoymer, through the enslavement of Mitzrayim with the mortar and the bricks. Shayidei Zeh, Iskaf Yosidrach. So now, this is all discussing what took place by Matan Torah, the great Gilui. But the Altarebbe brings down now that the same thing applies to every Yid every day. Because technically the idea of Noisen HaToyrom, the Eberstig is the Torah, and the exodus of Egypt is every day. And basically that's the process of the davening, of the tefillah, of the prayer that we daven, is the preparation and that level that we said Hashem Miseir Bo, we bring it down in ourselves during the time of the daven. Every day we make the bracha for 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 the Torah. We don't just say Nosan Hatoira that he gave the Torah. <coughs> what we say here is the one who gives the Torah, which means every day the Abishter gives us the Torah anew. So therefore, what it really means is that we should therefore uh learn from the the, the the Torah, what we get every day, to be able to uh, get this Madrege of Hashem Miseir Bo. And further, we say, Bechol Yoim, and every day is a person, as if you want out of Mitzrayim. So the idea of Mitzrayim is and Matder. But that is the Sidnu and for that path, they instituted the order of Zabning, Leo is. In order to subdue and to subjugate the desires of the animal soul, to love Hashem when he reads the Kriyat Shema, when he reads the Shema, and the Zoyar calls it that little, calls it to be sucked in, to be drawn in in the body of the kick. So, 
that the whole person, that's what he says, I ate the forest with the honey, which means not only do you include the, the, the honey, but you yourself, the whole forest, the person, the whole person is encompassed, gets involved, and connects, drawn into Hashem. Achilo shenichlal ba'evori, that is a food that is included in the limbs. Kimoi ha-maychul shem is'achel v'nepach l'dam hu-ha-nefesh. Just like the food that you eat, the physical food, that it uh, turns into um, into blood, which is the, really the soul. So the same thing is, so it's achilo. Likewise, we need to have your soul turn around to godliness. That means So he's going to bring now the example that just like by food, and he's going to talk about there's two types of food, uh, two types of eating. There's Shabbos and there's weekday eating. And there is uh, normal food when you eat on the regular day. So you have the good food that becomes the blood and then you have the what's left over that the body pushes out so you have on the normal circumstances in Avedis Hashem you also have these two levels you have the level that becomes included in godliness and you have the level that you have to push off the good ones is the, the 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 good part of the food that gets digested, and it turns to blood. and the leftover gets pushed outside. So what does it mean? Because where does food come from? Because food comes from the sorry, comes the klipas noiga, comes from the seventy officers, which are. That's why we need to be That's why when we talk about food. Davening is also the same thing that you have to sort out sort of in your davening to remove the parts uh, that are not digestible that you can't, the parts that cannot be included in the Lukus from the rest of it that is included in the close. The post says, That means when you take silver, silver has impurities, and you metzadif lakesef means that you clean out the silver. When you burn out, then you take away all the blemishes, all the bad pieces, the sigim. A person also by his praise to the Abishter is also based on his level removes the bad from the good. So he explained. That when you praise in Davning, that is Mahaloloi. At that time, you are also purifying. You are purifying the silver. To Remove the impurities from the silver. The choice is nivla belakus, 
becomes absorbed, swallowed in godliness. The uh, leftovers, the bad, gets pushed outside. That is to remove the impurities and to push it away. So like the sins that you have, push them away and absorb the good, the positive. That is the normal way of davening in which you have a combination, you have to sort it out. You have two types of food. You have Shal Choyl Shal Shabbos. You have the weekday in Shabbos. Because we have this, it says, Tzadik Oichel L'Soivar Nafshoi. That's the level of, of Shabbos. A Tzadik who eats to satisfy his soul. But then it says, Ubeten Rishoyim Tachsar. That's the level of Achil of Choyl. The stomach of the evil will be lacking. Literally, it means a Tzadik will be full. And uh, Russia will stomachs will be empty. But over here he's going to explain that during the weekday when we eat, we are removing it from the Bet and Rishoy. We take the food away from the Klippa and we bring it into Kedusha. There's a struggle over there. But on Shabbos, over there, it's only the Soivan Ashi. You're just eating to be Mamshik. There's no bitter over there. Because the uh, eating of the weekday is in order to be to be able to have the uh, sorting out that the better shoyim takser. That where does it take place the bitter through the chokmah? So from the food, there turns into blood. The blood. And the blood is the soul. And then with the power of that food, he davens with the blood. The nimtza. So it turns out that's the bitter. That it was turned over. So you had food was a clippus like it was on the other side under the dominance of the ayin sodim. And it would turn around. So that's why there's leftovers. But the chila sabbath is not. That is L'soiva Nafshur. That is a different level. That is to satisfy, or, as he says, uh, which means the, it's a delight. The pudding is not a bitter. It's not a, it's Hashem. You're lighting Hashem. It's a meal of Atika Kadisha. Over there, there is no psoilus, and you need only to sort anything out because there is no psoilus. It's not like being mahapik from the ayin sorim, which therefore there is so, but there is no psoilus cloud, and that's why you don't need to sort it out. So that's talking about food. And the same thing with God, where we just said that the fima is also sorting out. So you know, you see, at Shabbos, we don't say Hashamno. On uh, because we don't have to sort anything out over there. Over there, it's a different, a different level of that. 
in the weekdays in level of Birur, sorting out. And that's why we have to say Slach Lonu and Oshamnu, to take away from the bat, to um, remove that and have the positive be included. Nivlo and Kedusha. Avel Shabbos. When we talk about Shabbos, the tefillah is that we're the, drawing down the light that the Shabbos calls and brings down the light. What is Shabbos? Shabbos. Shabbos. What does it mean? Shabbos. You rest. Like example, a person who rests from his work. In which the intellect, his mind, goes back to its source. What does it mean? Shabbos at the time that he was working, so his mind was occupied in the work that he was doing. But but then when he rests, he goes back. His mind goes back uh, to its source. He's not anymore involved in his. Activity, but rather it goes to source. So we say Hashem He goes out through the level of Sidus to be into the world, but on Shabbos it doesn't go out. Over there it goes back to the source, which is Ostis Aneg. Al Hashem, to the light, Al Avayi, lemaylem uchinas Avayi. Then you get to sound like Al Avayi, which means that it's going on a higher level than Avayi, lemaylem uchinas Avayi. But lochin eimne 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 stachlonu b'Shabbos. That's why we don't see stachlonu b'Shabbos. Shem b'Bitur, there's no bitter there. That's the davening again in Shabbos. Okay, so, okay, so we have a level of bitur. And we have a letter of oinik. Uh, it's either you're eating food to sort it out and get rid of the psoilus and eat the, and have the uh, elevation, or you're eating just to get the light. Pleasure, Shabbos, oinik, the level of Shabbos. Same thing as the davening. It's either a struggle kind of or just a level of connection and in a level of how does this all come? This comes through the month. Yeah, so to come these levels is through what comes through both on who So it comes through the month. That's what gives the koyach. The month gives the koyach for both. The month nemar, because with regards by the month it says vatal that the layer of the dew uh, went up, which means this is from the level of tal that has no interruption, which means the difference between rain and, and tal, tal which means tal always comes down every day, no matter what. Rain, depending on the sometimes, yes, sometimes not. So which means uh, since it's come all the time, that means it comes from above it comes from above, which is beyond the Rain comes, we have to ask for it. Yeah, or the 
eight yalim in order to have a cloud coming from the ground that brings down the, the later on the rain from above. But the dew comes from the above. And then from that, brings down in the nefesh to bring down uh, that you should have the rousal from below. Because Hashem brings down the toll. We say, the Ebishter brings down the dew, which is a yirida, which is a descent, that is because of a. a uh, an elevation, it's on the shama. You want to bring up the neshama, so the shama has to do tata. So that's why. Vihinei, the mon memar by the mon it's written. Dvar yoyim biyoyim. So they wish they gave it everything in the day. Leman arsena yelechol. So to test them, they wish they gave them every day to make sure that they're going to follow the Torah. What was the Torah? But the sign who? What was the test? Ish. That nobody should leave over till the morning. What does it mean? He's basically trying to say, people are always worried. This is the test. The says, I give you the month today. And he's going to test you. You're going to trust him that the month is going to come down tomorrow too. Or you're going to leave over. You're going to be afraid. You're going to make uh, sure that you have it tomorrow too. That is the test. The same thing is we have a test whether we trust the Abishter or we're going to trust him and say, listen, because our sages say like this, if a person has bread in the basket, you have fruit for today, you have your bread today, and you're worried on tomorrow, is a small believer, you know, you don't really believe. That is a level of small. But you want to go in the Abraham's Will you go in my Torah? What does it mean, go in Torah? Go in Torah means both. That means to going from below to above and or from above to below you'll go with the Avis's words of Torah. So we have the words of the Torah you'll go with the words of the Torah higher and you'll bring, go down bring down just like the word of Torah bring down from above to below, the words you learn in Torah, you bring down the Eiris from above to below. There's also letters from below to above. They're called Susim. They carry you up. Which you have Susim Zuchorim and Susim Nikavis. You have male that bring down and family that bring up. And this that you're going from below to above that we're saying that is 
who are drum amargos, that is, till all the ways, till the ad ends of mamish. There's sometimes of mamish. So what do we say? So therefore, and that's why it needs to be the body You need every day, which means every day is going to be by you like something new. Kinar, Yisi, Gamzakanti, because we say, that was said by the Sore Shaloilom. Because what does it mean to say that by the Sore Shaloilom, who said, not Yisi, because David Melech can't say Gamzakanti. So, the Sore Shaloilom, so by him you can say, Zakanti, Mashenkein, Kamakuchibrichom, Hikazikna. Uh, for Hashem, there is no such a thing as as getting old. Hashem doesn't change. The eyes of the man, man will not be satisfied. What does it mean? is I know they will not be satisfied because there is no there's no end to uh to the um level of connection elevation Hashem. So Inyan Hamon, so this is the uh idea of the mon That was the level of Tala Elyon, which is the do of the Supreme, which represents the Bechinas, the level of Aniyah Abayi where Hashem, I Hashem didn't change, which is higher than world, higher than time. So there's no change over there. That means higher than Ishtalshalos. That's where the Talha Elyot. And we're going to see that there makes a difference between Shabbos and the weekday. So you needed to have it every day, the month come down every day, because that represents no change. Every day, Leishanisi comes from that level of Leishanisi. And that also why, when it comes Shabbos, you don't have it in the field. Because on Shabbos is a different Hamshoche. From Ostis Anegal Hashem, not through Tzimtzum, but you get it directly. That's why Yomlim Tzimtzum Basoda. Basoda, you're not going to find it. Soda, which means the do, the level of Lamailam and Azman, the level of Lamailam and Astalsos. Soda, Hainu Bechinos Eilom. Soda represents world, creation, which is Bob Kitsopis, the four corners. And Milo Mato, which what are the four corners? I mean, six corners. Bob Ktovis, six corners. Milo Mato, the top and the bottom. And Mizrach, Mairev Tzof and Adonim, and the four sides of the world. Ki Shabbos Hayoyim Lashem. So when it comes to Shabbos, it's for Hashem, it's also Shabbos, which means. That Hamshoche that usually comes through a Tzimtzum, today is a rest for Hashem. Shabchin Hashem Havaye, Hugamkin, Bimchin Hashabbos, Shabchin Hashem Havaye, 
the level of Shemavaya is also in the level of Shabbos that it goes back to its source. And therefore, is not doesn't come down basode. It's not elooz Then you have the delight on top of avaya, which means you're going to the higher level. You're getting it from a higher level, not through avoida. It's an arousal of above, which is not hinged on the arousal from below. You don't have to work it. So Hashem shall carry his face to you. Kilamato Yesh Bikinas Ponim Ubikinasakodai. Below there is a way you get from the face or you get backwards. Mashaikik Sha Yisa Hashem Ponog. Hashem will raise us Shom Ain Bikinasaharaim Klaw. Over there there's no such a thing. Um Back. You're not going to get it in the field. It's not coming down, but you're going to eat it today. That is considered eating to satisfying your soul. That you call Shabbos, it becomes a level of delight. It becomes a level of which is higher than But in the weekday. Even though you're also getting the do, you're getting from the higher level talhelyon. But yet, that it comes down the do at night time. meaning the sleeping of the night. The kvutsoisov is the here. Kvutsoisov is Cyrus. Like we find which means that the hair is like in banks. Uh, that means that it comes down through the level of Sidus. That's what's coming down from Seir, coming out from the hair. Over there, the dew comes out. That it was in daytime. It wasn't Lilo. It wasn't through Simtsumim. Eat it today in a way of openness. That's why it's specifically the month that didn't come down on Shabbos. As opposed to all the other flows that are in this world, they come down also uh, on Shabbos. This idea that doesn't come on Shabbos is only the month because the month is the Rusa de Leilo, which is. Uh, a level coming by itself. When we say that there is a Lies it's only the inner of the world. When you take a look at the world, do you see a difference in the world between Shabbos and the weekday? The world conducts the same way. In an inside, inside of the world, over the year, there's a difference. On Shabbos, everything goes up. But when you look at the world externally, you don't see that, that everything went up. The mon is associated with the inner. They come from the external of the world. And therefore, 
So all the flows that you come down, that you get into the world, so a lot of things come from the Ebishter, but they come through the Ein Sodim, so they come through the Chitzonius. But, So it comes from a very high place of love of Tal. And therefore, over there, on Shabbos, we don't have the Mon. And when the tile goes down at night time, then the mon goes on him. The mon comes down through the to the sleepless of the night, which is level of Sidus. Because it comes from a higher place, which is higher than the evolution of the and in there, there is no because the external world don't happen to So it's only on the inner. What it's stopping is it doesn't go through the level of Seyyid. And this is that it goes higher than Tzimtzumim. So Shabbos is because there's no Tzimtzum, they cannot come down. In order for it to come down, it has to come down to the great Tzimtzum. Through that, this supreme Hashpah can come down physically. But on Shabbos, therefore, on Shabbos, we don't have that level. And that's why it's Shabbos. Uh, but then we have the level of Ostisanic Allah